0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Post 20 Podcast uh, high school edition. Once again we took like a week hiatus but we are back with another guest. We are inching our way closer and closer to the regular season. My guest today is starting goalkeeper senior Devin Bach. How are we doing tonight Dev?
1: I'm doing great. How
0: about you Waldron? I'm doing well. I'm really happy you came on here. Um, I love the weekly guest things. It's better than just me coming on here doing a solo thing. I love getting the the voices of players. And then eventually we'll get some coaches on here too. So uh, it's evolving. And once the season starts, it'll, we'll get into more game breakdowns. Talk to players about what they thought and stuff. And I think this week's perfect because we just had the Cape Express AV8 tournament. Um, we'll get into that a little later. But um, really appreciate you coming on. So I guess getting right into it kind of how I've been doing with all the other boys that have been on here and before we'll do a little intro dive into like how your origin story in the sport and stuff so how did
1: you originally get involved in the sport of soccer dev um I played rec at Goshen when I was four and then I went to cape at UA and then I've just been playing soccer ever since
0: yeah, was there something that really, like, stuck out for you that you enjoyed growing up? Was it uh, friends, maybe your siblings that played before you or anything like that? Your parents pushed you a little bit into that sport more than others?
1: Uh, Probably my sister, because she played. And I basically played whatever sports she played. So, like, okay. basketball and uh, other stuff. And also, like, my dad works for Cape Express. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of just, like... I kind of had to play for them, but like, uh, I enjoyed it. All right.
0: Um, early on, when was like your, when was your, um, did you always play as a goalie from the beginning or was that like a transition? Like you played on the field and then one day somebody didn't show up in goal and you just went in there and it just stuck.
1: So, um, I think I played my first game ever. I played goalie or Cape express, but, I always played on the field for rec. And then for Cape, I was kind of just like off and on. Like I didn't have like a specific position. So I was just all over the place. But I remember playing uh, defense defense and striker a lot until my sixth grade year. I played CDM and then I started playing goalie because my coach was like, you're tall enough to be a goalie, so you might as well try it. I was like, yeah. And yeah. that was very nerve-wracking. But, so, and then um, the next club, well, the next, like, team I played for in Cape, I ended up playing goalie, and that was my main position, and that was seventh grade. Okay. What made you nervous
0: about taking on that
1: duty? Because, uh, honestly, like, it's just you can't afford to mess up, and, right. and it's it's a lot. You know, you have to make the right decision at the right time. Um, you know, it's, and just, <laughs> it's a lot. Like it, it's, you have to, you have to have a really high soccer IQ to understand what's going on. Um, and there's a lot of technique into like, you know, saves and stuff and, you know, just stuff like that. That's very like hard to kind of, I guess, master and you have to put a grind. Oh yeah. of to, course. um, Get it Yeah,
0: I hear you there. I mean, you're the last line of defense, and everybody's looking at you. It's a very, it's a very unique position. You're the only guy on the field that can use your hands, so um, people underestimate what your role is. And I mean, through preseason, like I've gone in goal just filling in for Miles since he's been injured, and you kind of realize certain things that um, you mentioned to goalkeepers that you don't understand yourself. And being in that position now, there's a lot more that goes into it. So. I can understand certain things about it and the pressures behind it, but there's more to it than just stopping the ball from going in the net. You need to be a leader from the back. You need to direct your back line. You're the furthest person back, and that means you see the whole field in front of you, so you're observing the most information and need to kind of help everybody else out that can't see that. So that's how I see the position and like growing up like you, you've you had your background like I've grown up with players that play goalie and I kind of as a coach now I kind of try to pass that information on as um, I saw it from my teammates because certain things they did really stuck out to me and um, were there any moments when you first started playing that you still remember today that you know that you've learned from Um,
1: any lessons um, you've learned um probably uh i don't know it's kind of hard everything's such a blurb i just remember like all the funny moments i had yeah and goal um but i feel like the more that like throughout the years the more i realize how hard just the position is and how i need to just keep training yeah and um, there's just like more to it. I find out more information every day about it, and it's like, wow! I really need to know that and need to learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I've had like a lot of funny moments. Where, like I remember my first game, I kept like tripping over myself, <laughs> running back because I was so nervous. Um, so yeah, was uh, uh was
0: there any? Anybody that you're talking about, you have to learn the position all the time. Is there anybody in particular that maybe you watched on television or maybe locally you had somebody older that you liked watching, certain things about their game you tried to take on in your own?
1: Well, so personally, I think Manuel Noir is the best goalkeeper to ever play the game. Okay. Um, So I used to watch a lot of his highlights because I liked how confident he was just like coming out the way he uh, was confident with the ball when his teammates would pass it back, um, and just like when he comes out, like he knows what he's gonna do. Um, also, like going through, coming th- up through the program, I watched a lot of what um, Scarp did, okay, and how like athletic, like he was, he made a lot of like good athletic saves. So I try to recreate what he did, mm-hmm. um, and always I always watched him a lot too.
0: Okay. That's good. Yeah. Neuer, Neuer is one of the first goalies that kind of started to uh, innovate the position coming out using his feet kind of as like a sweeper keeper. He was, it was kind of added another field player into the possession and the build up of the game. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. He's one of the best goalies that has played that position. Um, I guess now moving into like middle school time you mentioned that already when was like the first time you heard about the the high school program um not not like at the program yet but before maybe in eighth grade or so like the first things you heard about it or maybe you went to a game
1: um i i remember my first game i ever went to was in seventh grade i didn't really hear much about the program in middle school until like my eighth grade year but i i remember going to one of the games against uh wildwood catholic yeah and they i think they tied zero zero or one one okay i can't remember but that's when like catholic was good mm-hmm. and it was a crazy intense game like i remember all the catholic people being there and stuff yeah it's... um i remember that with uh, sean Geary and that
0: yeah yeah uh sean was in the same class as my brother yeah those, those are funny times um yeah, I mean that's a good game to go to first. Like that's a tu- that's a very heated rivalry game, and even today, like that 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 reputation is still there and should never go away. Um, those are good environments to go to, and they get the best out of players, in my eyes. Um, and then I guess moving into like your your first days in the program as a freshman, like how did those go for you? Was was training preseason in that? um how you expected it was go or was there anything that kind of caught you off guard a bit
1: um it was definitely something I've never experienced before it was very kind of difficult for me but I managed to push through it I remember running my first ever mile was the first day of preseason and Mm -hmm. I sprinted the first lap and I was like oh man like you know I'm beating like John Gardner like all these like seniors that gone through so many miles and that are were way more shaped than me i was like i'm doing a good job and then after my first lap i was just gassed and they all passed me so yeah that was that was great <laughs> that was that was like the
0: first time you've ever ran a mile like timed and everything
1: yeah that was that was definitely a learning experience but yeah i um yeah uh preseason was definitely way harder than i thought it would be and it's definitely like way more than i went through before there but now i'm just it's used i'm used to it
0: yeah i was gonna say i can say first sand you have definitely made a a large improvement uh getting close to to that like five minute mark there i think your best has been like uh 510 or have you gotten lower than that
1: um for work i've gotten a 506 but yeah on the track i got 510
0: like on the beach you were running in the sand you got a quicker time yeah. Like are you running on, yeah. you're running like on the hard sand, right? Like on the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Um Yeah. Yeah, cuz I mean, guys before me were running around that time too and like that's the best time I've ever heard of in the program. So you're you're probably right up there like top mile times in the in the history, I'm sure since the yeah. that that type of training's been introduced, which is awesome. But um now moving into like the actual career you're, this is your second year starting. Correct and goal.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there anything that happened last year that you're, do you want to improve on um, things, things like in, individual goals and such that you want to um, surpass or
1: maybe uh, do for the first time? Uh, well, I have around a hundred saves mm-hmm. from the past, like four years, but i am mean, at 3 years, but it's been mainly from last season. Um I want to try to hit maybe 200, 250 saves. That'd be really cool. Um I'm going to I want to really try to let in less goals this season cuz I think not only let in I think like 18 last season. Yeah. I, we had like the second best uh goals let in, I'm pretty sure in the cow.
0: Yeah, you guys were up there. You did, you did a good job. I would say I would agree with the the fewer goals. Obviously, that's the point of the job. But I think just certain games we need to keep more clean sheets. Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot of games where we won uh, in 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 dominant fashion, but there would be one goal leaked in, and um, a win's a win. But still, I feel like as a defender and a goalkeeper, you, you you should take pride in shutting teams out and not letting them have any type of enjoyment out there. So. Um, that's how I see it. I'm sure you feel similar as a goalkeeper, especially you want to do your job and not let anything in. Um, but yeah, I think, was there any guidance that you had as a freshman or so? Maybe you mentioned SCARP. Um, was there anybody that like kind of took you under their wing in like a mentorship kind of way?
1: I would say, I'd definitely say SCARP. He always, uh, found like some way to correct me, and I listened to what he said because he he was an insane goalkeeper, at least in my opinion. Um, but yeah, uh, Scarp definitely took him, uh, me under his wing mm-hmm. and really and really helped me out uh, and got me ready for my junior year. Um, and I'd say Tanner too, even though he wasn't there for my freshman year. Uh, I'd say like when he would come to some of the practice last season and now especially he's coming to a lot of the preseason practices it's really helped uh, me out a lot
0: yeah what differences would you say he's added to your um training philosophy and stuff and like how you look at um going day-to-day at training in the position
1: uh he's working me a lot (laughs) like i'm always dressed in sweat after all of his workouts um he's definitely i get like a little rusty uh, before preseason and he's definitely helped me shake a lot of the rust off mm-hmm. um i've fixed my diving technique at two it's he helped me with that too um but yeah besides that that's about it yeah i definitely
0: agree with you i think having T around is perfect um that's an area we've needed for a while with somebody always there for the goalkeepers um especially with the amount of players we have this year in the program it's you can kind of get stretched thin with the amount of people you need to watch so um having tea is always a big plus so um pre-season so far um uh, we already touched on mild times you've been finished in first i think every single time that you've made it um is this compared to your three previous preseasons? where would this rank from um difficulty wise
1: um i'd say probably my it's probably my freshman year is the hardest i'd say this year is the second hardest
0: yeah what difference then, is, what differences would you say between the your freshman year and now your senior year? obviously um your freshman year being your first time and now um seeing what your senior is now, what would you say the differences are between the two?
1: Um we did uh I got the track we did a lot of more workouts and like just a lot of core workouts and I guess like short sprint sort short sprints too. Just more time I, on I, the track doing running rather than on the ball. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, you you definitely remembered like how Gilbert was in preseason, mm-hmm. just like rolling around in the grass and stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh,
0: so your freshman year, you focus more on physical kind of training, strength, conditioning, core. Uh, senior years now, it's not as focused on that. It's more on um, getting more touches on the ball, getting more work, getting more training on. And um, for me personally, that's kind of how the sports went over time. It's less about the conditioning not saying conditioning is not important we still focus on that strongly but um the more touches and more work we can get as a team on the ball and formation wise definitely helps make the start of the year go that much easier and we saw um the effects of that this past weekend in the av8 tournament so um getting into that what would be like your vision of like good team goals that you see for everybody this year
1: um well, I mean, overall, I see. I'd be great to win the Cal. Um, it'd be great. Obviously, I'd be obviously great to win our division, and winning South Jersey would be awesome. I'd even, yeah, I'd say that's probably our biggest goal is bringing South Jersey back home.
0: Yeah, it's been. Um, we're coming up. Uh, it's been nine years now since the last one. Um, I think. I think you're about right. We need one
1: soon. Yeah, I think uh, getting farther in coaches' cup would be a big goal too. Um, yeah, you
0: guys would be and, the some of you guys would be the first ones to appear in two coaches' cups. That would be a record yeah. right there.
1: Yeah, and then player wise I mean, Steve getting to fifty goals would be great. I mean, I can definitely see Steve doing it. Yeah. How many, how many assists does he have? Because I can see him getting over, what, like 30, 40?
0: I believe he has 20. Yeah, he's got 20 assists, 30 goals right now.
1: Yeah, I can see him breaking 40.
0: Yeah, without um, a doubt. He had 24 last year, and I think he's on track to do just that, if not better.
1: Yeah. Um, I think defensively-wise, um, obviously not letting – in as much goals as last year. That'd be, like, the whole back line. Um, And then midfield just, you know, assisting, I guess.
0: (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. I'm with it. Um, Yeah. Is there any team in particular looking forward to play, uh, maybe get back at, uh, maybe to
1: double down from last year, beating them? Um, Definitely West Deptford and hammington without a doubt uh i really want to get my revenge on both those teams because i feel like when we played them we 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 definitely could have beat them but you know so st- things happen and uh sometimes we just don't come out 100 percent but it's our it's okay we're getting another rematch with them uh i think Cedar Creek when we tied them 1-1 the second time that left a bad taste in my mouth yeah so I definitely want to play them again and finally ending all of that <laughs> um what else is on our schedule you got, I'm excited you to play you got just...
0: lower again you got Ocean City at the end of the year now
1: oh yeah definitely being lower uh that's always a good that's always a good game to play in mhm yeah, and the Ocean um, City
0: game will be under the lights end of October. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm excited for OC too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like that's going to be a really good game. It's going to be really heated from last year.
0: Um, I kind—I guess you kind of already answered this question, but just to reiterate on it, just one thing in particular you want to improve on individually from last
1: season. Um. I feel like talking more, uh, being more of like a vocal leader and helping uh, my back line out more. Cause like you said earlier, I see pretty much the whole field. So I think definitely talking more and probably making the right decision would be a big one too. Stop, Stop being scared and just like, you know, make the right choice.
0: Yeah, and I would also add on to that, um, just especially as a goalkeeper, you need to have a short memory, especially if you mentioned making the right decision. If something does go wrong, um, you can't dwell on it because it's only going to hinder the rest of your match. So I would definitely say if something does go wrong in any particular way, not to get down on yourself and get back up and move on because it's, it's a long season. So that would be my other thing I would add on to that. Um, and then, lastly, I guess before we move on to Premier League talk, you want to talk about the Prem, dive into that a bit. One thing that you don't want to regret after the, your year, this is your last ride senior year. I told Willie last time um, to enjoy it every single day and moment um, because once we kick off the school year and it's that, it's going to go by really fast.
1: I honestly. Uh, I think Steve said this, but not working hard at every practice, like training hard, like it's going to be my last practice. Yeah. I'd say that. Um, Because I know, like you said, it's definitely going to fly by, which kind of sucks. I'm definitely going to miss it, but it's definitely training hard, um, probably being the best person I can be on the field and during practice, like helping the younger guys out and stuff, being a real role model um and definitely the games leaving like it all on the field uh would definitely be my main one because i don't want to look back and be like damn like i could have done better you know stuff like that like uh what happened at Coach's cup and what happened in the first round of playoffs last year uh that definitely left a sore taste like a sour taste in my mouth and i was just very upset about that because i definitely felt like uh I could have done more for the senior class because we definitely could have done a lot of good things last year.
0: Yeah, I I agree with all that. I would also add just leaving a good impression on the younger guys you mentioned, helping them. Um, I would just say showing them the right way to do things, putting in the work, um, educating yourselves, putting in, doing extra homework, watching film. Um, If not on professional teams, we have the, resources now so you can rewatch your own film i think that is something that is heavily undervalued and i think everybody should be taking part in it especially even if you're not playing in those particular matches maybe learning from others mistakes i think that's something that will take us to the next level and we're more investing resources into that particular thing and i think we need to be using Using it to the best of our ability, so that would be another thing I would add on to what you said. So um, that closes out on all the high school talk. Um, really enjoyed all of that. Appreciate you talking about that. Um, Premier League. Um, I guess first off, who's your team? Who do you ride with?
1: Uh, I'm a Crystal Palace supporter. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, what made you yeah. like Crystal Palace? Um, to be honest, my first ever Premier game. League... So like. Yeah, I'll start from the start. So my dad, okay. he's been a Crystal Palace fan forever. Um, I forget why. I think it's like really <laughs> random. That's okay. And then my first ever Premier game, Premier League game I ever watched, it was Crystal Palace versus Spurs. Ooh. And that's uh, Spurs is my second favorite team because of that. I know it's not a like winning mentality uh, teams, but you know it's all right. Um, you like who you like. It's not a problem. Yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe's a Bournemouth fan, so yeah. he's gone through way more than I have.
0: Yeah, I definitely can see that. I mean, you guys get a tough matchup this, tomorrow against um, Liverpool. Yeah. How do you see that our,
1: going in particular? Um. Honestly, it'd be great for us to win, but it probably most likely won't happen. Um, our schedule... Our first, like, ten games are just hard. Like, at least we played eight out of the ten games we play, they're all, like, top ten team finishes in the Premier League. So it's going to be a rough start uh, for us this season unless we, like, play really well. But our team's super young, so I don't know how it's going to work. I would
0: say you guys got a pretty strong manager in Patrick Vieira. Oh, yeah, he's
1: done a great job.
0: Yeah, do you know anything, have you seen anything about him as a player? Do you know, like, his backstory in that sense?
1: Well, yeah, he was on the undefeated Arsenal team. Yeah. He was uh, the French center, uh, center from France, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so, yes.
0: Him and Roy Keane always had beef from United. That was, like, a big rivalry back in the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or Roy Keane was kind of, like, a hothead anyways. Oh, yeah. So. then he, then he and, uh, Holland's dad's career or something, he, like, oh. broke his leg.
0: I wouldn't be surprised, but um, I don't yeah. not 100% on that. He's definitely a guy that's very strong-headed when he plays. Um, but yeah, was, of course. But it was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, I don't think – I think Crystal Palace have a good chance. I think I predicted them to go, like, finish 13th this year. I think they're, they're a steady Premier league team. I don't think they should be worried about going anywhere anytime soon. I think the talent you guys got is pretty strong. Like you mentioned, a lot of young players – um, you've, I think, the main investment was last year. You reinvested heavily in the defense. You got a lot of more young, promising players that um, coming from either high-talented academies or um, teams that are pl- guys that played for teams in the Premier League already, so they've got that experience. So, and I think that's one thing Palace has lacked, la- uh, lacked over the last five to ten years is just having pace um and now they have speed all around the field so um who would you say is like your your favorite player on Pals
1: to watch um well when yannick belasti was saw on the team i loved watching Ooh. i loved watching him his skills were insane and i have a yannick blast jersey too He's,
0: he was a baller
1: he was it was insane watching his highlights um but now i love watching uh easy okay I feel like he, 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 I know uh, his, there's something about his, like his through balls are just like perfect. And the way he just, uh, he plays, I'm pretty sure he's a cam, but he plays his midfield role so well Yeah, for being uh, really young.
0: Yeah. I mean, you guys, like, he's just one of many on the team. Um, do you think Wilf Zaha can, can re, um, can do 13 goals again in the league like last year i think last year was his best year he's ever had
1: yeah i think i think he can he's always been an above average winger in the premier league for the longest time um i feel like now i mean i don't think he's 30 yet so he should be getting into his prime hopefully
0: yeah he's and stepping up a little more yeah he's on the last year of his contract right now so i think after this year it's either he re-ups for a long-term deal or he decides to walk as a free agent. So I think this is a big year for you guys to finish as best as possible for um, for keeping him because I would say he's the talisman of the team. Um, yeah. I guess to close, I guess maybe any predictions you have? Maybe like what's your top four? Who do you think
1: the relegated teams are? I had so I made a list okay. and the first couple of games I don't know I feel like I want to scrap it because it's actually horrendous uh, you gotta um, stick with
0: what you went with um, I have problems with mine but you gotta stick with it it's, it's a very long season to have trust me
1: so my top four is Man City Liverpool Spurs and Chelsea
0: okay that's what mine is yeah
1: and then my bottom is Fulham, uh, Burmouth and Wolves. You got Wolves finishing dead last. Yeah. They, 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 oh, I see what like, you mean. They don't, they sold their best defender and they don't really have an attack anymore. Yeah. I mean, they have a very solid midfield, but that only come, that only goes a long way. I agree
0: with the sentiment. I don't, um, uh... I don't. I don't trust their manager. I think he's definitely going to be one of the first to go. Um, having their main striker, you mentioned he's going to be out for the next four weeks, I believe. So they're missing that presence. I think they've been linked with um, Baccioli from Chelsea. They're looking at a couple other options too. And um, the you got to remember the trance. We still got two and a half weeks of the window still to go. And I think there's plenty more business to be done. And I mean, I support Chelsea. And we've still got at least three more guys ready to come in, I'm sure. Todd Bowley's got money burning in his pocket, and especially after today's performance, there's definitely still that urge to get a a number nine striker. So that's always a possibility. But, um, yeah, Wolves in the bottom three. I could definitely see them finishing in that bottom five-ish, but um, um, I I can
1: definitely see why you wanted to change one thing. Yeah, I just... I made it because I was watching the transfer window yeah. and seeing how all of that was playing out. And then now, like, the first couple of games, like, full tying Liverpool. But it's only the first couple of games. Things can change, obviously. Yeah. But it's just, like, I just I just kind of uh, regret my judgment.
0: <laughs> trust me. I, last year, I had United finishing above Liverpool. So I would say that that is worse than the Wolves getting relegated. So don't feel bad. Um, I've definitely yeah. said, I've been, we've been doing this show for like two and a half years, almost three. And I've definitely said a lot of dumb things that turned out to be wrong. And there's a couple things I've, there's a very few things I said that was spot on. So that's usually how it goes in life. Most of the times when you do predictions, especially in sport, um, anything yeah, else you wanted every-
1: to touch on, uh, how terrible Man United is.
0: Oh, okay. We can go on to that. Yeah. My brother's a United fan and his stance is <laughs> that, um, nothing will change until they're relegated. Do you think there's some truth to that statement?
1: Um, Honestly, he's probably not wrong, but I think it's more of the players because there's no way that... Okay, so, like, I understand that some of their coaches after uh, Renan might have been a little... uh wouldn't make... Like, it just it was just, like, weird, you know? Like, uh, David Moyes yeah uh the netherlands coach i mean he was a good coach though no, but i think ollie yeah yeah Marino, yeah, yeah ralph radnick i think when you have good coaches like Mourinho come in um who's the last dude wait what's his name
0: Oli Gunnar solshire ralph radnick
1: yeah like uh people like like good coaches like jose Mourinho, ralph Radnik, and now um they're coached now and they're not forming how they should then it it's not really the coach's fault. It's more of the players, in my opinion. I could be wrong though, but I think I think they've that, gone through a lot of systems.
0: Yeah, I think I think Ali, um, after Alex Ferguson left, I think Ali Gunner's been the longest tenured guy there for about three years. But um, I mean, Jose has openly said that his best achievement in his career it was getting his Man United team to finish second in the league, which is looking like a very true statement at this point. Um, getting, oh, yeah. And they're, getting, they're losing at home on the season opener to Brighton 2-1 and now uh, get pumped 4-0 to Brentford um, in the first 36 minutes of the game. Um, there's only so many times you can blame management uh, for the problems where uh, the players have to take some sort of responsibility. And I think this summer they've went, taken steps in the right direction and they've offloaded a lot of players so far. Um, mainly the older players, I think one of the silliest things that they've done, they made it the, the same mistake twice, is letting Paul Pogba go for free both times, and they paid a, at least 100 mil for him coming back the first. So um, I think there's, there's two camps. It's either you're blaming the players for the performance out there, which there's nobody else you can blame for the on-field performance but the players. There's only so much the... The, the manager can set you out with tactics and such, but you have to go and execute, or you're in the camp of uh, blaming the ownership, not effectively hiring people in the correct positions to do their jobs. People don't trust the, the Glazer family. They also own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So um, that's kind of how Todd Bowley is with the LA Dodgers. So these guys are maybe more focused in their American franchises than over here. So people want them to sell it and get more soccer-minded people into these roles to get the club in the right direction. So um, I would, which camp would you be more sided in? Blaming the players more, or maybe ownership type of thing?
1: Um, I think because it both kind it basically it goes both ways. Um, I think. A lot of the fans, I, you have to listen to what the fans say at the end of the day, and they're saying it's the management's fault, uh, the Glazers, and it's the players' fault um, because I feel like the players just don't care. I don't feel like they don't, like, they don't realize what club they're representing. Um, it's like Manchester United is one of the most historic clubs in England, and they're kind of just like out there like just doing whatever. And it's kind of just like ridiculous. Like you guys should finish top four every season or challenging to win the premier league. And you guys finished six last year. And they have players like Cristiano Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandez, David De Gea, Jaden Sancho, um, Marcus Rashford used to be up there, but he's kind of falling down. Um, his talent's definitely getting wasted there, and he's a homegrown player too, um, which kind of sucks. And uh, I think they need—they definitely need better defenders too. Harry Maguire's is awful. He's not—he shouldn't be a captain. Yeah, um,
0: I mean they—they've re- reinvested in that area of the pitch. They brought in uh, Lissandra Martinez from IX, um from Ten Hog system. There, uh, only five foot nine more of a ball-playing guy, so aerially he's at a disadvantage. Um, They brought in another guy from the Dutch league in Malassia, fullback, still haven't seen him get a start yet, Um, he's been going to Luke Shaw, Um, I think next game definitely could be an opportunity to see him. They brought in Christian Eriksen, who's played more an advanced role, taking a lot of set pieces from Bruno. And then um, they're still waiting on the Frankie de Jong news, which is slowly turning out to not happen. So um, I I guess I'd ask you, do you think uh, them bringing Ronaldo in last year was the right decision or was that that maybe that more of a marketing move?
1: I mean, I think it was the right decision. Uh, He scored how many goals? Like 18 goals in the Premier league he i think he
0: counted for
1: 20 some goals which
0: turned out to be about 30 to 40 percent of all their goals and when he did not play for them they didn't win whenever he was on the field they won and without him they didn't get the result so that speaks for itself
1: yeah um i think didn't they kill Leeds? yeah Uh, yeah last year they beat
0: him 5-1 in the opener bruno fernandez had a hat trick
1: yeah that was before they signed ronaldo so like at first because i remember people were saying like when they signed ronaldo like why would they do that uh they're doing fine without him and then now now like during the season they needed him because yep. ronaldo, ronaldo's ronaldo at the end of the day yep. you know he could turn a terrible team into a great team yep
0: um so. i mean he was kind of forcing his way out last year from Juventus, and now it's the same story this year. As the window's winding down, he's trying to leave the club again. He only has one year left on his deal. He only signed a two-year deal. Um, he's the highest-paid player in the league. I think he's getting paid around half a million dollars a week. So, um, And having him on your team is... When you do have him on your team, he is the... That's how you have to play. You have to play around him and his style. So I don't know if there's a lot of teams out there willing to take him and take on that challenge, but um, we already spoke on it. He, he brings goals, even at his age. We've seen other guys do the same thing and Zlatan. He's still doing it in Italy. Um, there's many other examples of that too. older players still kicking on, um, still seeing it in the Prem and with sports science and um, yeah, physios the were able to keep players at top shape for longer and extend their careers so um i think that's just a stigma once you hit 30 your career is on the downturn now it's maybe maybe 33 34 who knows it's it goes case by case but um yeah united is definitely the still i would say the biggest story in the league despite all the other stuff that's been happening in the matches and off the field too so um, any other thing about United or
1: any other team? Um, honestly, not really. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited how Holland's going to do now. He's playing at a really good team. As he stepped up a lot, and now he's in a better league. I can't wait to see what he does. Is he going to help then, them win their first ever Champions League? No. Still, you think, they're think so? Yeah
0: do you have a team you think in particular that's got a better shot or you think you have a clear winner in your mind
1: honestly no it's it's just random every year honestly like i wouldn't think i wouldn't have guessed Real Madrid winning this year um they
0: definitely have the hardest yeah. path last year they beat all the top english clubs they beat city liverpool and chelsea to get there yeah Uh, Um, Is he going to be the top scorer then? Still on Holland? You think he's still got a good shot?
1: I think he still has a good shot. Uh, I think he has to adjust to Pep Pep system first and then I think once he does, he'll be just as elite as he was at Dormant. So I'm excited to see how he uh, pans out.
0: Uh, I'm right there with you. We're only two weeks in and there's, all, there's so much to talk about already. and We still got the World Cup in, in November. So um, Excited for all that. Most importantly, excited for you and the team this year at the high school. Um, many things to come. Got training tomorrow morning. Um, so I got to get to bed soon, pretty much. Um, you guys do, do the same. So, Devin, really appreciate you coming on here.
1: Thanks for having me on
0: absolutely and the next week we'll try to get somebody new on here maybe a pairing or such but um yeah uh thanks for listening everybody that's tuned in make sure you check out all the other uh all the past episodes as well in the high school series um check us out on our socials at post 20 pod on instagram and twitter um our streaming platforms you can see it you can listen to us on spotify soundcloud and apple podcasts um we'll be back on wednesday with Uh, The regular show with our week two recap and our game week three predictions. Um, This week, I will say, has not been going good for me or Evan. So down in the guts or down in the dirt there. So, uh, yeah, once again, Devin, thank you so much. And to everybody else, uh, see you next time.